Cause when you're worried, your face will frown, and that will bring everybody down. So don't worry. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Primo Podcast. Uh, things are a little different than usual here, Phil. This I'd is say so. this is our this is our Corona Diaries episode yeah. of the Primo Podcast because, like most of you, um, we're starting work this Monday morning with a lot of unanswered questions. So. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we decided on this episode, it's appropriate to talk through this because as a small business, as we're approaching this, uh, what's being told to us is it's, it's, it's going to be a recession. Uh, I think there's a 90% chance this is going to be a, um, a, a government mandated shutdown, uh, for businesses yeah. that you're going to see people, uh, quarantined. We've never in our 15 years of business experienced anything like this. And we don't know what's to come. No, it's, it's a very scary time. And it's to say the very least. I know. And it's, it's, I mean, and, and the thing is whether or not there's some people out there saying that it's being blown out of proportion, there's people saying we're not doing enough, no matter what the truth is, it, it's a scary thing to be a part of. Yeah. I mean, it, when you're, when you're saying like, are we doing, are we going too far? Are we taking too much precaution. Of course, that's always a possibility, but the, the fact of the matter is that that's a reality right now and that's what's happening. So we have to figure out as a, for us, not just personally, like I'm sure Phil, I ran into you at Kroger the other day. Uh, we were both stocking up after work. Um, and so it's, it's not just the personal standpoint that we're looking at this from, it's how it's affecting business. And you're, you know, our governor here in Michigan, uh, Gretchen Whitmer is set to announce a, a ban on bars and restaurants effective as of 3 PM today. I mean, and this is, this is, uh, March 16th, by the way, just to put yeah. a little timestamp because normally that's not something we have to do, but it seems appropriate for today, uh, for today's episode. So we're looking at the situation where you're seeing small businesses that are being forced to shut down the day before one of the busiest bar days of the year, St. Patrick's day. Yeah. I think it's going to hit the bars and restaurants the worst because I mean, with no sports, uh, no March madness tournament, no, St. Patrick's Day. I mean, how how are they going to sustain their business? It's unprecedented, Phil. This yeah. is never even as of you know nine eleven. Uh, we didn't see the shutdown and the um, just the the effect that this has had. Right. And you know, I I do another podcast for uh, you know that's a little more relevant to uh, current events with with Zach Clark there. And, you know, when we were talking about some things, it's like, you know, we haven't even begin, begun to see the economic impact yet that this is going to have. No. And that's, that's the scariest part. I mean, the virus is, is scary in itself, but the fact that we don't know where the economy is going to go after this, it, it's scary for everybody. Did you see they cut the, the Fed cut the rate to zero yesterday? I saw that. Yep. So basically, that's that's good. you're going to see a drop in interest rates as a result of that. Now, interest rates won't be zero. That's just right. kind of a that's a that's a gauge that people put on there. They want people to continue to borrow money to go out and buy homes so that you don't see this uh, crash in the market like you did back in 08 with the housing market. But um, it didn't really do anything. No, and I don't think it's going to. I mean, people right now are being told don't leave your homes if necessary. 
and it's uh, so I don't see anybody going out to do anything that's you know um, anything out of the ordinary. I think buying a house would be the last thing on my list. Well, so for us, you know, here at Fam Sprinting, we are continuing to to work as of usual because you know we do have we have a small staff. Yeah. Um, you know, on Mondays here, which is when we're recording, uh, there are three people at the warehouse. There's only myself here at our um, retail office. And, you know, we're, we're looking at a situation where I think we're going to be told that we can't I would assume operate so. at, at sooner or later. I don't know when that order is going to come. So we're just trying to get done as much as we can yeah. so that these things don't uh, stay in limbo. Because guess what? The rent bill still comes for the warehouse. The mortgage right. payment still comes on the uh, um, the building here in town in Romeo. Those things don't stop. No, uh, you, the, the Comcast bill, the insurance bill, these things all keep coming. So you know we are an established business. So how, how can you imagine if somebody had just opened a business? No, I mean it's it's terrible. And I mean that's the thing is this is scary for. Uh, you know, us as an established business. But if you're just starting off like that and something like that, think about if you're a new bar or restaurant that just opened. Yeah. You I, get shut down. I mean, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, the 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 cash flow just stops. And as, if anybody yeah. who's a business owner or who has even, if you run your household, you know how important cash flow is. I mean, yeah. that is that is a integral part of how you um, how you operate and how you can operate. And a lot of new businesses, they're not going to have access to cash because they're not established. They don't get those, you know, we've, we've benefited from the fact that we've been around for 15 years and we have lines of credit. We have, uh, we have higher, um, um, you know, limits on our credit cards. So we're right. able to sustain this a little better than a new business because, if they can't pay the bills, somebody, and there's money not coming in, they're going to have to shut their doors indefinitely. And that goes beyond any mandated shutdown. Now let's hope that, you know, this is a, uh, something that takes, I know China, Temporary. they say, yeah, is already on the upswing. As but far the as effects continue. I mean, the, right. the, the consequences of doing these shutdowns to taking these proper precautions, those have real world effects. And now, you know, are we going to be, just because it's contained here uh -huh. doesn't mean that it's contained in other countries the same way we've been able to contain it. So are we, does that mean that, you know, international flights continue to be uh, banned? Does that mean that uh, uh, cargo uh, will be uh, shut down? You can't bring cargo in. You, the importing will stop. This is going to continue to have major effects beyond whatever is happening here in the United States. Right. Not to mention, this is another thing that I thought about. What happens when the coronavirus comes back next year, the same way it came, it was the same way the flu comes back every year. Are we going to yeah. be prepared for that? Is this going to be something where it's, it's real world implications that continue to happen year in and year out? Obviously they can uh, develop a, um, vaccine by then, but you know, who knows what kind of strain this is going to have. Could you imagine if this was affecting kids right. the way that it's affecting, um, uh, the, the, uh, the, the elderly right now? Could you imagine? No. And that's, I think that's the biggest bright side of this. If you can say it's a bright side, it's a silver lining, no doubt. Yeah. would be that it doesn't seem like it's affecting kids, uh, younger people as much, but at the same time, like you said, this could, I mean, something like this, obviously we're not prepared for a situation like this. 
And I think that's the biggest thing moving forward is that number one, a vaccine, that's, that's what needs to be done, but that's going to take time. Um, they say it's not something that you can just get once and then you can't get it again. It's not like the it's not like chicken, chicken pox. pox. Right. Um, they say your, your body might develop some antibodies to, you know, hold it off for a little while, but it's not going to be where you can't get it again. So it's something where, I mean, this could be a revolving door of if we don't take the proper steps. And I think looking into, um, you know, a better procedure on how to take care of things like this is going to be key moving forward. So there is a, um, you know, there's a situation here where we've had 10 really good years. You know, we started, we are selling, FAMS Printing is celebrating its 15th year in business this year, um, which is a big, uh, a big deal for us because I mean, that's, it's not something that happens for every business, that kind of longevity. Um, and you know, we've, we started our business in 2005, which was before the recession hit. Yep. We survived 2008. Yep. Uh, we were, you know, we, we were young enough and we were uh, positioned properly to where we were able to ride that wave out a little bit. Um, fast forward to 2020 now. Yep. Um, you know, not that things have changed necessarily, but our overhead is much uh, uh, higher than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> What a, what a time to start a, a, a new business. But I mean, we have other things in the work. We have other, uh, you know, things that we haven't announced yet, but I mean, just other locations that are, that are literally within the last 30, 60 days, yeah. you know, signed on the dotted line. So, you know, my, my nervousness comes from, are we overextended at this point? Yeah. Have we put ourselves in a position where, um, we can't bounce back in the same way that we did before, you know? Yeah. And I hope that's not the case. I mean, I, it, it just all is going to depend. Time is going to be, uh, the true, um, gauge to see what happens uh, coming up because I'm not so sure that it's not something this is, you're going to see the effects of this for the next, hopefully, uh, it doesn't, you know, last more than five years or so, but you're going to see the effects of this for a long time. Well, I think until Phil that it, uh, I, I think right now the saving grace in all of this is that Trump has an election coming up in November yeah. and he's going to do everything possible to, um, flood the economy and the businesses and even down to the average hourly worker. I think they're going to do everything they can to make sure that, they're taken care of because this is that tipping point that's either going to make or break that election. And if, yep. if the markets are still down in November, if the, if people are out of work, if the unemployment rate goes up, um, you're going to see somebody like Joe Biden be able to come in and, uh, uh, you know, when was the last time you had an incumbent that uh, right. didn't win re-election? It just doesn't happen on a regular basis. So I think that's kind of the situation where um, that's our saving grace here is that there's there's an election yeah. coming up. So they want things to be good. You're not gonna, yep. you're not going to be reelected if the the country is in crisis. No, he's going to do everything in his power to make sure that everybody's happy with him. Because as you said, if he with that election coming up, if he fumbles this then I don't see a re-election happening. So as, so let me, cause we always kind of have this, uh, uh, difference of view, uh, a different point of view on things, Phil, you being yep. the, uh, 
you know, an employee, me being the employer, that's right. where some of these different viewpoints points come in. What, as an employee going through this, you know, what is, what do you fear? Like, what is your, what is your, what um, is on your mind right now as somebody who's got, you know, a, a, a new baby and, yep. you know, you're, you have a family to take care of. Uh, your, your wife is on some maternity leave. She's a yep. teacher. So schools are shut down. Yeah. I don't know how that works as far as money in, uh, you know, that's what's on your mind right now. I mean, there's a lot of things on my mind as far as, um, here I, you know, I worry a lot, even though I'm not the owner, obviously with you being my brother and you're the owner, I worry about the company quite a bit. I mean, it's, it's all of our livelihood. And I mean, it's something where if this doesn't, if the economy crashes and the business isn't doing well, then both of us are, you know, we're shit out of luck. A third of our the family Hayes is, is out of the, the job. The Hayes, the Hayes are in uh, dire straits at that point. Yeah. So that's a big worry. Um, that's another thing I worry about is of course, um, just all the employees here I worry about right. to make sure that, you know, they're okay with being at work and they are, you know, and that they're, it's scary for everybody. But I think mostly what I am worried about is, um, with having the new baby at home, that's, it's a scary thing because this is something we've never gone through before. And I think anybody that has young children right now, right. um, it's a fear because you see how quickly things can turn. Yeah. It was, it, it's, it's weird too, because I mean, like, you know, when you, so you guys, I, did you guys practice, uh, uh social distancing this, uh, this weekend to yeah. help flatten that curve? Yeah. I mean, we, we stayed home, which I mean, is kind of normal. That's for what us. we said too. I mean, yeah. this is, this is what we do anyway. I right. think we're, we're, we're fearing the time when daycare shuts down because as of today, our daycare was still open. Yeah. So we took the kids and, you know, it becomes a situation of, what's going to happen when we have to work at home, but it might not be a decision we have to make anymore because that yeah. decision may be getting made for us at this point. Now, how do you feel about the decision being made for you? Do you think that's something? Cause I know I've seen Facebook and I see people uh, crying about, you know, the government is going to be telling us what to do and all this stuff. What, yeah. how do you feel about well, that? Well, see, and I don't know how that works. Is it like, is it the same way if they, if they put in place a curfew, like, can you be arrested for being out? I don't know. Can you be told to go home? Like if I, I have my store here in town yeah. and, and guess what, you know, and not to create more fear or worry, but the streets look pretty bare yeah. this morning. And I, I already, I saw a for lease sign in the window of one of these buildings that was brand spanking new, right. which I'm shocked to see. I don't know if that was a decision that was made prior or as a result of all this. Yeah. But, um, you know, if I decide to come in and even if I decide to come in and our, our primo studios here is in the basement of fam's printing, Yep. <clears throat> excuse me. If I decide to come in and even record a podcast, you're going to tell me no, Part yeah. of me decided, part of me was thinking like, do I need to bring home a microphone and, a uh, our, our switchboard here and my, my computer to say, if I want to, if I want to start documenting this and record this at home, right. and should I do that? Am I not going to be able to access my, my belongings here? Because, you know, I think of this as my home away from home. I mean, right. I'm so comfortable here. You might as well put a, a, a cot and a TV in the corner and, you know, push comes to shove. This is, this is this is my place. I mean, yeah. I, I spend almost more time here than I spend at home. Right. And see, for me, I, I would just assume, see, I guess I didn't think it through much, but for me, I figured if something were to happen here, uh, where they said you need to shut down, I figured, well, you can still come here and I can still go to the warehouse. And as long as it's just 
I don't know. I don't don't know. know. I don't know the specifics of that. Is it, and I don't think they have in a little town like this, it's not like we're out in a city gallivanting around. I think in a little town like Romeo here, we're, we're a little more equipped to, but you got to wonder, Philip, when you're driving from where you live to work, for me, it's a two minute drive for you. It's a little bit longer are you going to be stopped? Are they going to ask you where you're going? Are they going to ask yeah. you where you've been? Uh, there's so many unknowns right now. And, you know, unfortunately we are not like a, we are not like a big business. Like the, we're not the Illich family. If work right. shuts down, I can't afford to pay my hourly employees right. the lost wages. One of our staff members was actually off last week. She was traveling in Texas. Yep. I'm sorry. You're off this week. <laughs> right. Whether, whether the government mandates it or not, you're going to have to stay away yeah. for, for a week. And I, I, and I will work with you to make arrangements to where you can manage some social media behind the scenes. Um, and, and, and kind of get your hours in that way, because I understand how big of a deal it is to yeah. have two weeks without a paycheck. Well, and that's something that I'm hoping now we, we haven't heard anything about this, but if things are shut down, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that the government will put in some type of, um, help for things like that, because at, I think everybody's well aware that as a small business with no work coming in, you can't afford to pay your employees. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's where, and especially these bars and restaurants where these, yeah. these, these, uh, uh, people, they work on tips, right? You know what I mean? The, the waitresses, they're the, the bartenders they are paid on tips. I think they probably make a few bucks an hour. Yeah. And even, so even if people stop going out because they, they recently over the weekend said capacity to be at 50% or your maximum capacity, cut it in half. That's how many people you can have now at your right. facility. Be, you know why? Uh-huh. Cause people weren't practicing social distancing, right? Exactly. These people who are going out and laughing about it and posting, Oh, we're out. We can drives me nuts. Yeah. It's, it's not funny. I mean, the thing is, is that right now, I'm not the type of person that like is going to be in fear of something like this. And I wasn't for the I feel for like the you would while. be though. That surprises no, see, me because I thought you of all no. people would be freaking out about this. No, because something like I, this, you just seem like you seem like a kind of like a germaphobe a little bit. I, uh, I am. So I've this has been me my whole life. It's it's <laughs> like I've been afraid of the germs all the time. So this makes no difference to me. I still am washing my hands like I always used to. But I mean, the thing is, is there's nothing that can be done about it. And I think if they tell you, if you look at some of the things that are happening in Italy, they, I mean, I think we should uh, maybe that should be some caution. We should take some caution when seeing those things and say, Hey, maybe we should do, um, as much as we can to stop the spread. Well, and, and you see as the, as things progress here, it's, it's so Wednesday was very different than Thursday. Very different. And, and the problem, I think the thing that's, that's causing all this fear and this panic is that every 24 hours, yeah, it gets very different, much different. The, the, they shut down school at late Thursday night. They decided they were going to shut down school here in Michigan for four weeks. If you include their spring break, right. I have no, uh, I have, you know, no reason to believe that that won't be extended beyond that. Um, right. so and the reason why you're seeing these, uh, uh, this progression in, closures and this progression of precaution is because what we're doing on a smaller level is not working. And I, you know, love him or hate him, uh, uh, stool presidente from barstool sports. I don't know if you ever watched. He's, he's, I, I like him. So do I, I like him. I think he's, uh, I, I think he's a, uh, 
social media guru. I agree. And uh, but the guy says you either shut down nothing or you shut down everything. I'm with him. That's so accurate. Don't take the okay. We're gonna shut down school and 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 even like you see this weekend. Bars go to 50% capacity. Well, yeah. now we're going to shut you down. Right. Come on, guys. Just make a decision and go with it. Yeah. I get it. This is unprecedented, and we don't uh, know the the way this thing spreads or the way this works. So many people now, though, are testing positive. I yep. Over you know, over the, the weekend here, I, 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 I do you know anybody who has coronavirus? No. Okay, I do. Yeah. I n- nobody who's been in contact with me. They're okay. down in a different state, down south. Right. I will not name names. Yeah. But yeah, I I know somebody who's been uh, who has contracted the coronavirus. Yeah. And you know, not that it makes it more real because I always thought it was real, but like we can't test this on a large scale. No. So uh, you know. Could we, uh, do we have it? Are you and I sitting here and we, we are carrying this disease or it's, this virus? It's fully possible. I mean, they say that you don't, a lot of times you won't see symptoms for two weeks. Um, and at times you don't see symptoms at all in younger people. Um, so Which, and, and just for, just for, uh, to, to frame this up a little bit, you know, Phil, how old are you? 32. I'm 34 going on 35. Yeah. Um, we are of the younger demographic where it wouldn't affect us the same way. And I'm all, you know, I'm, I'm all for, you know, protecting, you know, our, our parents are, right. our, you know, I, we don't have any grandparents that are, are around anymore, but uh, you know, we don't want this to spread. We, we canceled uh, uh, my son, Harrison, we canceled his birthday yeah. party, which you know? I think was the right decision, you I know, mean. and, and it was just our family. It's not like we were bringing kids in or anybody else like that. But you know, my wife is, she, she made that call and I was okay with it. And you know, he does it. He's young enough. It was only going to be his third birthday and we'll make it up some way, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. And so it wasn't like it was a big letdown for him. But you know, those are the things where why risk it? That's you know? you're exactly right with that. When when I got that text message saying that um, you were birthday, relieved, I wasn't relieved, but I I was just like, you know what? That, I think that's the right decision to make because why risk it for a for a, a birthday party? I'm pouring myself more whiskey. Yes, well, it, I am. I you deserve in the, it for in these this. in these hard yeah. times. I am drinking, but um. That I think that's the thing too is that like if people take those proper precautions, I mean that's the only way to to stop the spread. And I I think that's the right decision to make because guess what? Okay, we're all family, yes, but guess what? We've all been in uh, different places with other pl- you know? people and stuff. Yeah, and and it might be a moot point because you may we may be being told that this is not you can't do those things. You can't See, leave the house. I don't think they're ever going to tell you that you can't leave the house. I think they'll tell you, you can't go to your business or you need to shut down your businesses. But isn't that what quarantining is? If they're going to, well, they're going to mandate a, a, a quarantine, then that's exactly what it is. I don't, you don't yeah. leave the house. I don't know. I don't think they'll tell you, you can't, I think they're going to tell you shut down all businesses and don't, and leave the house as little as possible. I don't think it's going to be something. I mean, what are they going to do? People are going to leave their house. Well, that's my that that's kind of what my point was earlier. Like these people who are yeah. are, are are you going to be stopped? Are you going to be asked where are you going? Because the problem is, is that 
my my fear in that scenario is that you know my business is sitting here. Yeah. Do you have people who are taking advantage of the situation and that they're gonna they're gonna loot? I, I, do you see? Do you see us yeah. getting to that point? Like this feels. I I said this over the weekend. I, I kind of tweeted it out. Um, you know, it feels like. Uh, you know, this feels like a warm up for the apocalypse. Yeah, it feels like a, a, a looking into the window of what could be if things were a little more. If things were just a little more serious, if this virus affected people a little more severely, we'd be in a different. We'd be having a different conversation right now. And yeah. um, you know, it, it feels like a a big social experiment where they're looking down and saying, oh, so. They're taking notes. Uh, okay, people were hoarding their toilet paper? Question mark? Makes no why? sense. Why? Yeah, uh, get the- Why are people doing that? Uh, okay, so you've got people and some are just, you got two idiots in a basement podcasting right now. Why are they <laughs> yeah. doing that? Yeah. Is that really your priority? <laughs> right. Uh, some people are still going out. And, and you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like they're, it's, it's like if there was a movie, right, this scene would be taking place right now. Well, and we have to think about worst case scenario with this. And I, I mean- I hate to say, like, you don't want to say that, like, okay, it's affecting people with, uh, that are elderly and with preexisting conditions. It's, I mean, that's something where like, you don't want to say that, oh, well, that's, that's all it's affecting because they're people and you don't, that's something where like everybody's life matters, but this is something too, where I know pneumonia does the same thing. Anybody with preexisting conditions, that's elderly. And it's something where worst case scenario is that everybody catches it that hopefully there's a vaccine, you know, within a year or so. Um, but I think like you said, it's going to be a situation where if this happens again, but with a little bit worse virus oh, yeah. or we're in trouble. Yeah. We fear what we don't know. And, and the, I think we're doing the right things to combat this as far yeah. as like a, how it spreads, but it has implications. Yep. You've got people who are living paycheck to paycheck. Right. So two weeks without work, that's a big deal, guys. Yeah. Like, don't, and that's what I don't think that, I, I think that's people's biggest fear. And even, yeah. even if the government is telling you, we are going to give you X, Y, Z, well, well, when? Because right. you're also telling us you're going to get us tested. And we can't yeah. do that right now. Yeah. And people, that's the other thing is, like you said, when are they going to get that money? People need that money to pay their bills. I think you're going to see a lot of like forgiveness though, as far as like mortgage payments and things like that. I think people are all going to be, I think everybody is going to be somewhat understanding of the fact that like, we're all, oh, you're giving, you're giving the, you're giving the banks and the bill collectors way too much credit right now. Yeah. But I think the government will take over in that position and say that like, listen, this is the situation. We're not going to be taking people's homes because no, they're not going like to no, because no, they're not going to take people's homes yet. But, but like, how do you, how do you, how do you make up those two okay. or three or four weeks that you were out of work? Like you're, you're that matters to people. So yes, they're not going to take your house because it takes a long time for you to be in a situation where you default on you, but it's, it's the, are, are people going to go out and spend? Right. No, you have to no, be able not to right get, now. You need access to money. And, you know, they're saying that, you know, they're going to, you know, oh, we'll, we'll restock the shelves. We'll do this and that, which is all well and good. But do you have the money to pay for it right now? 
Right. And does the average person have the money to pay for it right now? Not the average person. And I think that's where you see a lot of these uh, companies like Tom Gores of the Pistons said he's going to be paying all wages um, to the people that he's a billionaire. I know, but that's where the the people in those situations have to be helping out because I mean, but how does it? Okay. So I, I, I get that argument. Yeah. And yes, they do. How does that trickle down to a company like FAMS Printing that has right has has a staff that may or may not be working a week from today? See, that's or a the day hard from part. today. It's it's not. That's the thing is, it's not the big companies we have to worry exactly. about. It's the small businesses. So, so, as of yesterday, Apple, Nike, Patagonia, uh, I believe Under Armour, mm-hmm. they all said they were shutting down their retail stores. Right. Not going to, they won't be open. Yep. Uh, so how do you, you know, and, and Walmart, they're scaling back their hours, right. usually 24 seven. You can always go to a Walmart. Yep. They need time to restock. They need time to clean. Uh, they're deciding that they're not going to be uh, doing that. Uh, their, their hours of operation are going to change. Yep. Matter of time before they scale back and just say they quit. So, how do you as an individual say me personally, small business owner? Yep. How do I, how do I help my staff? That's my biggest um, thing. I like it. I, I told Adrian, uh, my wife, I said, listen, we are going to be fine. Yep. We don't worry because she was concerned this weekend. Yeah. So was my wife. She, you know, and I said, listen, I, we, we are, we are, we're, we are savers. We are, yeah. we, we don't overextend ourselves. That's just the way we are. We mm-hmm. don't live a lavish life by any right. means. Uh, uh, we're smart about things and, and I've prepared for these kind of times because in the back of my mind, I always knew it could happen, but, but I have a staff to take care of too. Yeah. So it's not just, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, you, you feel for people and I feel a, a level of responsibility as a business owner. And I know I can walk up and down the street here in town and I can talk to, you know, Nicole at the office pub. I can talk to Glenn at yeah. Younger's, talk to John at Main Street. I can talk to Mike over at uh, Tech City. Uh, I can go up and down the block and I can, I can ask these people like, what's your biggest concern? And I know they'll all say the same thing. I want to, I, you know, my employees, well, yeah, it's, it's a big, it's, it's something that you take into consideration, right. uh, and nobody, and it's not that, you know, you feel obligated, you worry about these people. Like it, well, it's yeah. part of, it's like a little weird extended family that, you know, you, 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 they're, they're there for you and you, you work with them and you want to make sure they're okay because yeah, of course you don't, you don't know what their situation is at home and you know, losing a week or two or three from work is a big deal. How do you keep these people working if they tell you to shut down? Yeah. And that's, that's a good question because there's, there's no good answer for this. And unless the government does step in and help out, um, then there isn't a good answer for it because if you don't have money coming in, how are you supposed to pay all of us? 
And people, I, and, I, I can't. I mean, well, that's, yeah. Yeah, and, and here's the other thing too. I don't know how many, you know, the other thing I fear as a business owner is, you know, somebody who makes these custom orders. I don't know how many orders are sitting up there that people can't pay for. Right. And they're going to say, oh, yeah. this is not a priority. We work with a lot of bars and restaurants. We've yeah. already had a situation where, you know, we work with schools. Yep. Spring sports are on hold. Right. Guess what? Guess what? A lot of our spring business is. School sports. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's just, it's weird. It's, I it's, we, it. we, uh, I've had, I've had web stores we've had to shut down. Yeah. So we've lost money there, not because there's not orders coming in, but because we already did the artwork. We already built the websites. Yeah. We did all the, we did all, we did the hard part. Right. Uh, and that stuff's not going to come through. So yeah, it's only a matter of time before we see, and we're a small, small business. Yeah. Small business, right? There's people who are, you know, how long can you tell people to work from home before there is no work anymore? Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is just, you don't know. And I don't know how long this is, this is going to affect the business. I mean, uh, you, you would hope that, oh, it's a couple weeks we take off and then we're back to normal and things start, the wheels start turning again. But that might not be the case because if people don't, those businesses, you talk about uh, the restaurants and bars shutting down, uh, the least of their worries is going to be to get a t-shirt when they come back. They're, they're not going to have the money for that. Right. Yeah. Um, sell, get the people back in the bars. Right. Exactly. And, and I don't think they saw that. I, and I don't think they saw the shutdown coming. No, because it's such drastic measures. It's never something we've never encountered something like this before. So that's why, um, maybe if we don't have answers for things, it's because there's not a good answer. Um, we don't really, we've never had to deal with something like this. Do you, do you play the stock market? Do you invest no, at all? You, um, but <laughs> that's, that's been a talk, um, this past couple of days with me and my wife. In in what sense? Well, because with everything, elaborate with everything crashing, I feel like I feel like it might be a good time to buy some stock. Ooh, Phil's feeling the Phil's feeling the heat a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and believe me, I don't have the money to where I'm going to be, you know, throwing thousands of dollars into uh, stocks. But it, it's something where I look at it and I go, well, this may be an opportunity to where I can buy low and maybe make some money off it in the future. Yeah, because these things always go back up, and yeah. and you know, I. I parted last week uh-huh. with a stock that I have owned since, yeah. uh, I think 2005. Right. I've, I've owned this stock for like 15 years and it was the first stock I ever bought. Yeah. And I continued to buy it as it, 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 it you know, ups and downs, uh, serious, satellite radio. Oh yeah. yeah when, yeah. when Howard Stern made the announcement that he was going right. to satellite, I'm like, Oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. At one point it was as high as $9 a share as at one point it was as low as, you know, under below a dollar a share. But I, I got out. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I want to realize my, my gains and I want to, you know, pull out. Right. And if it gets low enough, I'll jump back in because I know everything goes up, but don't, don't get in a situation where, you know, you, you lose everything because we are, we do invest a lot and we do get involved with, um, you know, different stocks and, you know, we have, uh, you know, investments with our, with a, a money manager and we're losing, we're losing big right now. Well, uh, yeah, it's a little bit scary, but these guys hopefully know what they're doing. And right. uh, I feel for the people who are close to retirement yeah. or in retirement because, 
that affects them immensely. Right. And that's the thing is like, what, what to do in that situation? Do you sell and then everything crashes or do you say, I'm going to wait this out? It's so well, if scary. You ha- to if you have, it, my advice would be if you've, if you've realized your gains, if they, if they are there in their concrete, it walk away now because it's yeah. gonna keep, it's, it's going to continue to uh, go down. We are we're, the recession is coming guys. I mean, it lean being lean is not is no longer uh under advisement it's a requirement yeah and i see i think it's just something where we're uh, we're not going to know the full effects for you know at least i would say another month or so till we start seeing like how much this is really impacting uh us as a nation and it's something where i mean it is good the only thing that is nice to see is that china does seem like they're on the upswing now which obviously there's a lot of things that are going to have to be done. By um, upswing, you mean they're seeing like a decrease in their yeah. cases? So yep. it's kind of... Yeah, and you know, I actually saw a story where they said the Chinese Basketball League, they're uh, now ordering all American players to come back to the, to the Basketball League. They're saying we have things under control enough, and if you don't come back... Your contract is is done. Whoa, 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 whoa. So they want these Americans who went back to America yep. where it's starting to be, become yeah. an issue. Right. They want them to come back? That's what, it, that's what it said. I mean, I don't know. That seems stupid. Well, yeah. And that's the thing, though, is I don't... It's it's so hard in these situations to know when is the right time to say, all right, we can go back to normal. I mean, how long do you wait? Right. I mean, and how many people are gonna are out there that already have it that haven't been tested? That I mean, because you see the numbers, you see like, all right, there's X amount of cases in Michigan today. Well, then what it do goes we do? Up. So, so go over those numbers because it's funny. We went from the yeah. very first day, yep. which was I, I believe it was Wednesday. I think it was, yeah. Two cases. Yep. Two cases. Yeah. That's it. All yeah. right, we can handle that. Right. Then what? I think what it was that it went up to like maybe 12 or something. So where are we sitting now? Do you know where we're sitting now? I think now? We're, last I had looked, we were at like 33 cases. Oh no, it's up to like 53. Okay. It's up to 53. Yeah. As of uh, Monday morning, it's up to 53 confirmed cases. Yeah. And are you of the mindset of like, this is like the flu? Um, No. Does this seem like it? so many more people have died from the flu and I was in the beginning, but, <laughs> but no, I mean, Same. it's, it's obviously something that is way more contagious. It's, it's way more deadly. Is it as bad as some of the other viruses that have been out there? No. Um, but it's, I think what it is right now is the way that it spreads. It's just so it, you can't get away from it. Really. <laughs> it's something where if you're going to be in contact with people, there's a good chance that you're, you're going to get it yourself. And I think that's, what's so scary is, and like you said about how, uh, like there wasn't this much, you know, this many shutdowns, uh, when nine 11 happened and this and that, I think it's because you can't see the virus. It's so scary because you don't know. There's no, there's no like, uh, you know, buzzer going off when you see a person that has it. It, there's no way to see this virus. And that I think is what's so scary about it. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a weird, weird time. It is. I, I, are, are you, is any part of you, what, what, what scares you the most? And, and I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. spitballing these questions right now right. because I mean, I don't, I, I'm just kind of trying to put no, I get everything you. together right now. I, I don't get it either. Well, I was up, I was up very late last night. Yeah. I was, I was, 
I was on Twitter. I was watching the news. I was just thinking about like, this is, this is a time that will, we may never see, hopefully we never see again. Oh yeah. I hope it, not. But, but I mean like to well, be in this situation is, is it's so interesting. It's just a very, yeah. uh, uh, interesting <laughs> topic to even even be talking about right now like yeah we talk about apparel decorating as right. as this this primo pod, podcast and how it relates to business and meanwhile we're now we're we're, we're in full-blown like recession mode and like yeah what what, what is it what's the likelihood we make it out of this unscathed well, the the biggest fear for me is definitely the economical impact that it's going to have because i mean the virus itself i think that's something where we need it's it's a waiting game we need to hold it off for as long as we can so we can come up with vaccines and things like that and uh maybe just even better ways to deal with it but i think the biggest fear for me is the economical impact it's going to have because if if there's so many people out there where if they miss one paycheck they are they can't pay their bills. Well, let me ask you this on that note, since you brought it up, how yeah. long could you go without a paycheck before it really hit you Honestly, hard? Honestly, not long because right now, Amanda, my wife, she, uh, like with her being on maternity leave, uh, then she ended up, um, it, it's something where like, she's not getting a paycheck right now. So we are already kind of on, you're, you're ice. already like, uh, uh, we were already being lean about the way we right. were living and this and that, which um, we could probably go, I don't know, maybe a month, two months or something with, uh, you know. And, and you're, you're better positioned, I think, than most Americans would be. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, even that is scary, though, because you don't, you don't know how long. If they tell you to, uh, you know, quarantine for a month, yeah. well, there's the money. And that's the savings that we have. And not only that, but... Um, I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's so tough because there's so many unknowns well, but right it, now. It, for you, luck, luckily for you, I mean, you're, you're on, you're a salaried employee. I, well, I mean, yeah. your, your, your paycheck will continue to come. Right. And I, I if that's any reassurance no, right it, now for it you, definitely you're, is. you're, you're as your boss, as your, right. as the guy who signs your paychecks, yeah. you will continue to get them. I yeah, can assure you of that. That's definitely good to know. It's a huge relief, but I, I swear for me, I'm, and I don't it's, know. And it's, it, it's documented there by we the go. way. Yeah. So. It's, it's, it's on record. Um, but uh, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm so worried about, I'm not worried about ourselves as much as I am about everybody else out there. I mean, there's so many people out there that uh, maybe don't have the luxury that I do of being a salaried employee. Um, I'm worried about business owners. Uh, that's one of the biggest things for me because I just don't know how people in this small town that I've grown up in, like, I don't know how they'll be able to bounce back from something like this. And that's scary. Yeah, we've we've seen on our end, like basically a, a week of production yeah. get rescheduled right so this week is still busy yeah as it stands right now next week right not as busy i we're know usually solid two weeks booked up yep we're we're, we're not we're, we're not we're just simply right. not i mean there's there and there are things you can you can do i don't know if other businesses are going to say uh let's let's uh, to be honest with you my my plan is let's document this shit. Yeah, for sure. I, Let, I, let's talk about it. I mean, I don't, I don't care if I got to take this thing home yeah. and, and pull you in via the phone and, right. and just say like, 
How's it? Uh, what are we doing here? This is a, seize the seize the moment, seize the opportunity. Right. Yeah, and see, that's the other thing. I do think uh, this was a point I was going to bring up earlier. I kind of got lost in something else. Yeah, we we. I mean, this is one of those spitballing. Yeah, it's just it's going to uh, be all over the place. Sorry, guys. Yeah, but um, that was another thing I thought of is that social media right now is a total double edged sword in this in this battle against the coronavirus. In, in what way? Okay, because. You see all the media, you see all the bad stories, you see all the good ones, because you know how much I go back and forth of being like afraid of this and then not being afraid of it? Because I'll read one story and go, okay, it seems like things are getting a little better. Then I see another story and I go, oh my God, <laughs> we're, we're all in trouble. But that's, and to me, that's the bad part of it is just how it's in your face all the time. Um, and it's bringing you sometimes misinformation. But the good part about social media, all this, this, uh, this stuff where like with business owners saying like, I'm donating this much money to this. I'm going to help out with this. We're so in this, uh, time in the world, we're so like caught up on what everybody else is doing for each other and people, businesses, they do, they get, uh, people give other business owners, you know, a hard time if they're not helping people out. And I think having social media around will actually give those people a chance to say, well, I'm going to make sure I do the right thing because they'll be held accountable if not. Yeah. And, and well, not only that, Phil, I'm glad you brought uh -huh. that up, but you see people on Facebook who are, who are actually like advocates for the small business. They, right. They're saying, don't forget, like this is going to hurt small businesses. Right. Like we, we had, there was a post that somebody made on Facebook where I it's like yep. they tagged all of these, uh, FAMS printing being one of them, all of these small businesses here in Romeo where they tagged us and they said, don't forget, these people are going to be uh, affected by this. And you know what? For a moment, I just stopped and I was like, this person took the time yep. to make that post. Yeah, for, and and I'm I'm sure they've come into our store at some point. I don't I didn't know the person uh, personally in in any way, shape, or form. But they they tagged every single Romeo business they could find, and you know it's like it's there there's good in this world. You know, yeah. they, they it, such a little thing for them to do. It, uh, it, it means a lot because I mean, right. this is, we are, we're operating on such a, a small level here. Uh, and do I think we can get through this? Absolutely. Because I've, I've, I've always been the type of person to, to, to like say, this shit like this happens. Yeah. It's, it's gonna happen. Right. But at the same time, I know there's going to be people that can't. Right. That kills me. Yeah, I know. And that's, that's the hardest part about it is like, we just don't know there. The, the unknown is so scary. And that might be the other scariest part about this is just the unknown. We don't know how things are going to bounce back. Um, we don't, everybody, nobody wants to see businesses closing their doors. Um, nobody wants to see people that can't afford to pay their bills. And I do hope that if anything good comes out of this, hopefully that, you know, we, we are more prepared for things like this. And hopefully we see a lot of people helping each other out. Warm up to the apocalypse. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah. What, what do they call it? The Corona apocalypse. Yeah. That's a, that's a new thing. I, I, I don't, 
I, I, I feel like we could keep going with this podcast, yeah, but I no. really don't want it to end. It's, it's, right. uh, it's really interesting to just talk this through. Yeah. Uh, Phil, what are uh, primo Phil? Yeah. What are your, if, if tomorrow yep. everything shut down, yeah. what are you doing with your time? Um, honestly, I, I'm going to do, I'm going to try to get a lot of things done at my house. I mean, there's, there's not a whole lot you can do if they tell us to stay home. I mean that it's going to be housework. It's going to be kind of, uh, I can, and that's the one good thing is having internet. I can still do some work, uh, for the shop from the house. I can't print t-shirts, but I can do other things. And I think that's kind of where my time would be, uh, spent. How about yourself? Uh, yes. Similar. I, I mean, housework, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm coming to this place. Uh, yeah. I don't care what You'll they sneak say. In I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep coming. I'm going to keep doing these podcasts. I'm going to, I might call you up on the phone. Yeah. I might, I might bring you, you into this, uh, yeah. because I think there's something to be said for, for documenting these hard times, whether it's, I don't care if you and I are the only people listening to this. Right. Bill. I, I think there's something to be said for, uh, when shit hits a fan, you know, bringing our, our thoughts and our ideas to, to the masses <laughs> by masses. I mean, very few <laughs> listeners. Yeah. It's, it's not big by hey, any you never means. know, but you know, uh, talking it through it, that that's important. I, I agree. Mean, I mean, these are, these are the things that we, uh, you know, these times may never come again, hopefully. Yeah. And, but, it, but it's, it's going to be interesting to look back on it and reflect on it to see how you handled it, but to be strong and to be a good, you know, leader in that whole circumstance, it, it's, it's an important thing right now. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get some yard work done. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to clean up the house a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to play with the kids because kids are going to be home at that point. <laughs> right. It's very hard to get anything done with the kids. I right. know. It. Yeah. No. For, for, for you, uh-huh. the kid, eh, that's okay. Yeah. He naps. He, he, he still sleeps quite a bit. When they start to get to be, you know. Right. Two, three years old. When they're running around the house. God damn. That, 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 that's hard to manage yeah. sometimes. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it'll, it'll be interesting. Uh, Will you watch? Is there anything you uh, you've been looking forward to? You can binge. You can no. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure I'll find things, but but nothing in particular that you know I'm waiting to watch. Did you notice they? Uh, so there's this Bulls documentary. Yeah, the, the Chicago Bulls documentary okay. that was supposed to come out. Like, I don't think it was going to come out for another year. Okay, they're teasing it right now. Like, it mm. might come out early. Really, this is. This is the, uh, you know, the, like basically the reign of the bulls. So, you, and you had interviews with Ahmad Rashad, Kobe Bryant, basically anybody who is anybody in basketball, Jordan actually sitting down and doing an interview. When does that happen? Yeah, that doesn't happen often. I didn't see that, but, and I think that's when <laughs> we might be in more trouble is when, if something like that comes out and everybody's at home and then Netflix crashes. That's oh. going to be our big problem. Oh, no. Everybody's going <laughs> to go nuts. Net, no Netflix crash, no Hulu crash. <laughs> that's what I told my wife. I said, once uh, the internet crashes, that's oh, when everybody's going to be. Dude, you you honestly just made a really good point. I know, and that's what I'm that's, afraid of. That's that's even scarier. Yeah. If that goes away, we're all in trouble. If everybody gets on at once, but I think now everybody's on all day anyways. But, I mean, it's, it is, it's just a scary thing to where if something like that happened, we'd be in we'd be in even more trouble than we are. So I did this on another podcast that, uh, we made 
for a common divide. Yeah. What is your Netflix recommendation? Do a pick. Since everybody's going to yeah. be binge watching at home, I want to know what your what your recommendation would be. What's something that uh, the people can get behind? It would be, and I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, it would be Dexter. Uh, Dexter to me, even though it's an older show, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a good watch and there's a lot of seasons, um, that, and I would say the office is always a good choice. I thought they were taking that off of Netflix. Still there right now. I watched it yesterday. So it's there as of now, but yeah, I, I would say those are two shows where there's quite a few seasons. Um, you'll be entertained for a while. I think those, that's what I would go with. All right. Those are solid picks. Um, I'm a, I'm going to stick with my same choice from a common divide. Yeah. Uh, Dirty Money. It's a Dirty documentary okay. series on Netflix. Uh, season two just got released this week. Uh, the One of the episodes that I watched was titled Slum Lord Millionaire. Okay. Slum Dunder Mifflinaire. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's about Jared Kushner. Oh, okay. Who is the son-in-law of... Uh, Donald Trump. Right. And uh, let me tell you right now, he's a pile of shit. Is he? He is. See, uh, that's the thing. I, so, so it's basically about people who are corrupt and they are, uh, they're basically putting the, uh, you know, tightening the reins on the, the, the little guy. Right. They're the reason, they're yeah. the reason why we hate rich people. See, and that's good. I'm glad that you came up with that recommendation because I didn't have anything to watch. So there we go. That, that'll that be my go-to. Dirty money. Yep. All right, guys. So don't forget, you know, we're going to keep bringing you the Primo podcast. We are going to keep printing t-shirts at FAMS Printing. These are very, very interesting times. Never in a million years did I think we would be talking about this. We are no. basically, we're on the brink of something. What it is, I don't know. Uh, Wait and see. But we want to hear from you because we are not alone in this situation. We're trying to figure things out at FAMS Printing and at Primo Tees. Uh, what do you guys think? What is what? What are your thoughts? Because are we overreacting? Are we being... Like, uh, are, are we, the, we don't mean to be the bearers of bad news by yeah. any means, but, uh, you know, we, you gotta think this through. This is, this is a unique situation and I hope that everybody is positioned to be, uh, be at a point where you can be successful. You can ride this time out. Um, but let's talk about it. We're going to be back next week. We're going to talk about this again. Because yeah. it's still going to be the topic of conversation. Right. Uh, you can get a hold of us at Primo USA on Instagram or at Primo Tees on Twitter. Drop us a line on email, uh, Primo at FamsPrinting.com. PrimoTees.com for the website. There's so many ways to get a hold of us. Uh, Primo Phil, if you want to just reach out to him. He'll just relay the message to me, but yeah. I mean, still <laughs> Primo Phil on Primo Instagram Phil. and Twitter. Yep. Uh, talk to us. Yep. We want to hear about what's going on with you guys as well. You're Don't just as important as what we're doing here. That's right. Don't forget, content Don't is king. Don't Don't and what's the struggle is real. Oh, Phil signs us off. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Don't bring everybody down like this.
don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry, be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy.